sent us. Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories, and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassie Rice, and I had the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Mark with us. Hello, Mark. Yeah, hi, John. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Really appreciate that. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what comes. Excellent, excellent. So, so tell us about your business. What do you do? Yeah, sure. So, um, I, I run a uh, a small consultancy. Um, although, um, really, our focus is on uh, on performance. So, it's a performance consulting uh, organisation. So, we get involved in a in, in a coaching side of it. And really, we look at life through two two different lenses. So, we'll we'll, we'll look to support um, leaders in terms of how they are. Uh, how they how they they're operating in their own personal leadership, but also how that leadership is then impacting on business results. Um, and and the second lens which we look for is through team dynamics. So so my my background over uh, over a, a lengthy career, um, in fact two careers. So my my first career was in the military. I was a I was a British Army officer for men. Um, so I'm I, I kind of built up and and in that career I spent a lot of time both operating but also at the same time doing a lot of development of leaders uh, and on focusing on human performance and how human performance affects uh, affects organizations and results. Uh, I took that into uh, a second career I did some time consulting in this space but um, previously but then I uh, I became a vice president um, uh, of HR for a, a large uh, company called Symantec, a technology company called Symantec and, uh, and, and until recently was the with the Vice President for International HR and Global Operations. And, and in that time, um, I was able to sort of really coalesce around these ideas that, that really the, 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 this focus on, we, we, we tend to very often, and businesses and organizations very often will focus on results, and, and quite rightly so, but, but, but often to the detriment of really measuring and improving performance. Um, and therefore, oftentimes, results can become... Um, uh, sporadic, they they can become inconsistent, uh, and oftentimes there's a continual quest for fi figuring out how 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 we continue achieve the results and not necessarily learning from lessons. So that kind of confluence of those two ideas um, around performance, which is about learning and at the same time operating, um, I I think uh, is is really at the heart of what we do. Wow, that, that sounds great. It sounds like you've got background in the military. That brings a lot of um, lessons to life and business, especially within leadership. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah I mean, it's interesting to say that. I mean, one, one of the things that... Um, so, so to give you an example of the, the big difference and, and why I think this, this confluence between learning and op operating is such an important topic that, that um, you know, I really personally focus on, but I think a lot of the work I'm doing with clients is leading us in this direction is... Well, as when I was in the military, in the army, we spent, I don't know, maybe 80 to 90% of the time learning, training for operations, um, uh, you know, getting better, improving, both on an individual team, unit, organizational level, and only 10% of the time actually operating. Um, and oftentimes we would bemoan that because the more you're doing live operations, the more experience and the more learning that you can get from that. But it has to be intentional. 
If I flip over to my corporate career, what I found was that actually 90 to 95% of the time, if not all the time, is spent operating day to day, just running the business and dealing with the business of the business. Um, learning, intentional learning, is either done through sort of systematic training, which may be, I don't know, 10% of the time, tops, or it's trying to learn organically. Um, almost by osmosis it's not necessarily intentional enough and, I, and, what, and so neither of those two ends of the spectrum necessarily are, 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 the way, are the perfect place to be but I think coming together in that and understanding that well in an environment where you're operating continuously day after day you're in live operations for what you know your business every single day but you know you're, you're in you're on active service every single day um, which you're not in the military necessarily you're only on operations when you're operations means that You've got to find a way, I think, of creating a learning environment where you are getting better, you're improving. And that's through your leaders, how they create that climate, how they operate, um, and also how the team, uh, the team dynamics operate. So, so for me, that's been one of the, probably been the biggest highlight and understanding that I gained in that time, which is how do you make sure that at the same time of performance for results, but you're also looking at performance for growth? And how do you combine those two things together, I think, is a, is a really interesting and fascinating kind of competitive advantage that companies can deliver. Yes. And uh, I think at the moment where people may be looking to streamline and cut back, that uh, investment and training in people could be one of the things that goes. Yeah, I think it's probably one of the biggest challenges I, I have found, which is, um, uh, you know, that, that understanding of value versus cost. Um, also this sense of building for the medium to long term versus dealing with the short term. Uh, I, I mean, I'll use the word crisis. I mean, many businesses, given the circumstances that we're in today, are, are in crisis. And therefore, it's incredibly difficult to think more strategically in long term. If, as every day, I, you know, the, the, the crocodile nearest the canoe needs to be shot. And so therefore, potentially training and, and development uh, of, of those people that are in your business cannot, can often take a back seat. So that, that is a challenge for a business like ours where, where, where essentially that, that, is what, that is what we do and, and that is what I do. So, um, so, so I think it's really about trying to help people deal with the day-to-day -day because that still needs to be dealt with. And at the same time, how do you make sure you don't lose momentum around making sure that you're growing uh, and developing uh, because ultimately your, your business is your business is around human performance um, you know again in my in my corporate career working working as a senior HR executive this, this I guess the holy grail would be around human performance you know and talent how do you how do you find it how do you maximize it how do you grow it um, and how do you how do you get how do you optimize it for the success of the business uh, and, and I'm not sure that I've seen you know, a, a complete answer to that, to be honest. I think it, it's something that we will continually need to need to work and strive, but it's an easy thing to forget um, in, in the sort of day-to-day -day French warfare of, of dealing with, with, with something like the, the pandemic that we're in and, and the, the trading conditions that exist today. Yes, because people are organic, aren't they? And they're emotional and there's a lot going on in their, their lives, especially at the moment. Uh, so looking after your people can make the have a natural advantage in business uh yeah i mean it's it, it's absolutely it, absolutely central to to 
to the philosophy really and i think um I, I think it's been very interesting seeing how the world has shifted around um working from home remote working um <clears throat> this idea of very interesting isn't it we probably have more connectivity right now than we've ever had um our ability you know you and i are talking over a over a video call we're, as we're recording this um the world is on zoom we, we, we don't have we're not short of connectivity however the one thing that continually for me needs work on particularly in terms of leaders building and teams working on this connection different thing and so being able to connect your your, your teams first to a purpose uh to a mission for want of a better better description um but secondly to each other you know those relationships that teams build and that leaders build with teams are fundamental to to performance um yeah. it's not just the knowledge and skills which is an important part of it but the connection between all those human beings in organizations and teams is fundamentally the, the secret source that makes it work uh, and, and i often wonder whether we pay enough attention to it consistently i think that's a powerful message i i first realized that um you look at um orchestras playing they'll have an, another conductor a, a new leader like bernstein and they just come alive and you see that managers taking over football teams can transform the team in various different ways. Yeah. Uh, so, so what would you say would be some other key qualities of leadership to uh, start to foster as a business owner? Oh, I think, I think that's, a, that, that's a huge question and such a good one. Um, I, I, look, I think, I, th I think there are some principles around leadership which, which are enduring. And I th but, but, I, but equally, I think we're, in, we're at a time where, where, where leadership is is evolving somewhat in terms of the the situation we find ourselves uh, many many companies are uh, are involved in digital transformation right now um the team that i led uh, in my latter years at semantic um i actually didn't have a team member uh i'm trying to think I, I, they, I had two in the same continent as me and five in different continents so, so i was running a team that was spread across the world um, and so I had to sort of figure out what were the intrinsic principles of me as a leader that, that were enduring that I could take whether I was, you know, a young troop commander in the army or whether I was a senior executive in a California technology company, which were those, those enduring principles. And things like, um, you know, the ability to communicate, set the conditions for clarity is, I think, an enduring point. I think the ability to get the best out of people to really sort of galvanize and understand you know, your point around or, or, you know, the, the organism, you know, we are, we are human beings and therefore every, or every single one of us is different. And as a leader, you have to understand how you help and support and get the best out of people. That idea of being a servant to the team rather than the other way around, I think is enduring. Um, so, so, and I think there are some key attributes and characteristics which are fundamental like integrity um uh, like moral courage you know those those things are are important because ultimately the question around leadership is why would anybody follow you and that has to be about you as a human being and a person and less about the title that you have on the on the door so i think those things are enduring but, but what i found was as as as, the, as my context changed how i connected had to become different you know it wasn't the opportunity to just to grab somebody in the you know in the corridor and just have a cup of coffee you know since somebody's in pune in india and then somebody else is in singapore and somebody else somewhere else i had i had to work much harder at maintaining those connections and at really sort of 
Um, I also had to make sure I was very clear on, on alignment, but also very, very loose on empowerment in terms of allowing and trusting my team to go and do what they needed to do. And by the way, have their backs. So I think as we become more of a virtual society in many ways, and as, as, as the digital world starts to take over, I think a lot of those, uh, that security about picking the right people, supporting them hugely and giving them, uh, empowering them, you know, delegating with risk of failure is huge in terms of giving people um, the, 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 the sort of leadership that we're going to need going forward. And it's, uh, many people will probably hear this and go, yeah, that makes sense. But actually the, the how, that, how you do that on a day-to-day -day basis, particularly when things start getting tough, particularly when you as the leader are under the spotlight, to continue to allow others um, autonomy and, and empowerment um, it become, becomes quite, quite, a, quite a tough thing. So, um, so that's a slightly longer answer to your question, but, uh, but I, I think it is, it, it's a fascinating one. Yeah, absolutely. Fabulous answer. And um, we've managed to cover so much in such a short period of time. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> I haven't got any more time. I could talk about this forever. It's, and I think I, I, I get that. Get, I get that sense that passion really does radiate through. So to somebody listening to this and they're thinking that they need to invest in their leadership or really mm -hmm. understand the importance of training and coaching for their teams and for themselves and is looking to sort of have a conversation with you how would they yeah. contact you uh well so either by email directly um so my email is marknorton66 at me.com um look me up on linkedin um there's i've got mark norton consulting um i've got either me as an individual or or the company has a has a page on LinkedIn. Um, we only set up uh, a few months ago, so still in the process of, of building a website. It's not quite there yet. Uh, but those would be the ways to, uh, to get hold of me at this stage, I would have said. Excellent. We'll put that on our website, and when, you, and when you have your website all up and running, we can add that to our website, so somebody listening to us in the future, they can uh, connect through to you. Thank great. you. Thank you ever so much for sharing your stories and your passions and tips on leadership and team building, etc. Uh, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Fabulous. Thanks, John. Mark, if you happen to know of any other business owners or entrepreneurs that are looking to be on the podcast and would benefit from being so, could you let me know? I will do, John. Yeah, in fact, I've, there's a couple that spring to mind that um, that I'll have a conversation with that, that you might that I might connect you with. Fabulous, fabulous. Okay. So this has been a podcast by business owners for business owners. And until next time, see you soon. Take care, bye. Bye then, Mark. Bye-bye, thanks, John. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as employment protection, navigating the complex, time-consuming, and costs of up to £100,000 per claim for each of our members. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk